try to discern and understand what do we say yes to and what do we say no to? Because for us to say yes and for us to not get burned out, for us to not lose ourselves in the process, there are things that we need to say no to. Hello and welcome to the Happy Go Joy show. I'm your host, Joy Doni Ogunea, professional uplifter and one of the happiest people you'll ever meet. I'm an ambitious mom of two who is on a mission to help people like you live joyfully no matter what. I believe no one deserves to be miserable and everyone deserves to be joyful. So on this show, you can expect honest conversations, actionable tips, and biblical wisdom to help you tackle life's challenges with ease, confidence, and a whole lot of joy. Get ready to get uplifted. Now let's get to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Go Joy Show. So, so thrilled that you're here today with me, listening and hearing what I have to say. (laughs) My intention is for this to be short. That's my intention. So bear with me if it's not. But I wanted to share this concept of the power of yes. And this came about through a conversation I was having with a friend of mine. And I was reflecting because there was an opportunity which just happened. And I had the opportunity to, I think this is the biggest opportunity I've had thus far to present in a big way. And I had the opportunity to do that. So it was a very thrilling and exciting opportunity. And I was reflecting upon how I got that opportunity. And I was talking to a friend of mine and it occurred to me that this journey has been about a year's a year long journey of me putting myself out there. And I think as I was talking to my friend and she was asking me how what what I think got me here to land this opportunity. And I was basically saying that when I look back, it started with baby steps. It started with little baby steps of saying yes. There were, I guess, uh, a year ago, a year ago, I... I was asked or everybody was asked to basically record a 30 second video of them speaking on why they want to speak. And I did that even though, yes, did that scare me? Absolutely. Did I try to procrastinate? Absolutely. But I just kept on getting this nudge. I believe it was the Holy Spirit telling me to record and submit my video. And I did that. And as a result of doing that, I then got the opportunity for the first time with another co-host of mine to host a show at work. And it was exciting and it was thrilling. And just the idea of putting yourself out there, was it scary? Absolutely. It really was scary, but I just felt I needed to do this. And with as time progressed... We kept on getting asked, me and my other co-hosts, get on, kept it, get, we kept on getting asked if we wanted to do another thing, if we wanted to do another thing, if we wanted to do another thing. And all we kept on saying was yes. We kept on saying yes. And what I came to, when I, when I was now having this conversation, this reflective moment with my friend, as I mentioned, on how I got to the situation right now. I thought and I realized that it was all the little yeses that I said along the way that got me to where I am today. 
So it's all the little yeses that got me to where I am today. And for me, that was a huge aha moment. And I believe somebody listening could benefit from this, this nugget that I have discovered. And another thing that I have discovered is I also had to say no to things to be able to say yes to the things that I believe I have been called to do. So when I say the power of yes, I'm not saying that you should be a yes person. I'm not sub, I'm not obliging. I'm not asking people to be a yes person. You know, all in all circumstances, say yes. No, I think it requires us to A, try to discern and understand what do we say yes to and what do we say no to. Because for us to say yes and for us to not get burned out, for us to not lose ourselves in the process... There are things that we need to say no to. There are things that we need to say no to. And the issue a lot of times is there are a lot of things that we're not saying no to. So either we're in this camp of people pleasing. So we say yes to everything because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. Versus actually saying things to the things that light you up. Saying yes to the things that you actually have been called to do. Versus saying yes to every single thing. No. The power of yes from my understanding and what I have come to realize is that it requires us to say no to things that don't serve us. To say no to things that we haven't been called to do. Right? Things that are distractions. Things that take us out of what we have been called to do. Because there's so many things that we say yes to. That we're saying yes to them because we're avoiding saying yes to the things that we really should say yes to. Now, hear me out. There are so many things that we know we should say yes to that scare us. So as a result, we say yes to the things that don't scare us or say yes to the things that we're comfortable in. Or we say yes to the things that we're familiar with, even though those are not the things that we really should be spending our time on. And in my opinion, those things are just mere distractions. So I'm not saying this so that you would focus on things that are distractions. But rather, I'm saying this so that to to give you the nudge to actually say yes to things that are not distractions. Things that perhaps a lot of times take you out of your comfort zone, but is really where you should be you should be. A lot of times we spend so much time in the familiar. We spend so much of our precious time and time is a resource that we don't get back. Time, in my opinion, is the most valuable resource each and every one of us have. We each have time right now. That's what we have right now. But the thing is, time isn't guaranteed. Sorry, I don't know why I'm coughing. (laughs) Time isn't guaranteed because the reality is we don't know how long we have. We don't know. That's one thing that we're giving. It truly is a gift from God where each each and every one of us, we're giving time 24 hours in a day. Our bank account of time is filled up every single day and it's then up to us to focus on how we spend that time. It's up to us to determine how we spend that time. It's really up to us. We make that decision. 
But the question is, how are we spending that time? And are we spending that time doing things that we're meant to do, even if it scares us, even if it makes us uncomfortable? And I think that's what holds us back. A lot of times we're saying yes to the wrong things and we're, and we're not saying yes to the right things, <clears throat> right? Or we're not saying no to the wrong things. So we need to say no to the wrong things and say yes to the right things. But it takes us discerning what the wrong things and the right things are. And that takes self-awareness. That takes counting the cost. That takes us being able to pause and reflect and look at our how we're spending our time. Look at what we need to do. Look at how we are divinated up. It requires work. And it is easier, a lot of times it's easier for us to just say yes to everything without actually doing the hard work to say, hey, what do I need to spend my time on? What do I, what have I said this year that I want to, I, I want to do? What have I said this year? What kind of person do I want to become? And what does that require? Because that requires time. It requires for to the for the person you want to become, for you to become the person you want to become. It requires time. It requires time studying. It requires time renewing your mind. It requires time determining where you actually want to focus that time. So I submit to you to actually take the time to take stock of how you're spending your time, to take stock of of where you want to spend your time to get a better understanding and determine what are those goals? What are those things that you want to be able to hopefully achieve? But even rather than even seeing it as what you want to be able to achieve, see it as who you want to become. What kind of person do you want to become by the end of the year? What kind of person do you want to become by the end of the year? And then take action towards that person you want to become. Take action towards becoming the person you want to become. And that requires us to say yes to things that might scare us. To say yes to things that are bigger than ourselves. To say yes to things that take us out of our comfortable zone and take us to the uncomfortable zone. Not everything that is familiar is good for you. And a lot of times we would rather stay in the familiar that go into the unfamiliar because it's a safe zone. It's a safe zone. The familiar is safe. And then we're just in the familiar on the sidelines and just wishing and hoping. Because if you are honest with yourself, there are things that you really want to be able to do. There's there's that person you want to be able to come and become. And you know what that requires, but you might be scared to take that leap. And I just want you to know that it just, it takes baby steps. It takes baby steps to get you to do that thing that you really want to be able to do. So I want you to think of what is, you know, just if you need to go to a quiet place, pause, reflect and think. Who do you want to become? At the end of the year, who do you want to become? And what are the actions you believe require you to take that leap towards the journey of becoming who you want to become? 
And it's not going to happen overnight. And that's another thing that I want to be able to submit to you. It's not going to happen overnight. A lot of times we're so hard on ourselves expecting it to happen overnight. But it takes the little habits to get us to be the person we we want to become. It reminds me of one of my favorite books, Atomic Habits. I believe I might have mentioned it before on this podcast. It's one of my favorite books. Absolutely love this book. And in this book, the author, James Clear, he talks about this idea of atomic habits, baby steps, right? Little steps, compound interest. It really it really requires the compound interest. But he he asked this question. He says, a lot of times we're so focused on the goal. So giving an example, we would say, I want to quit smoking. So if you are having trouble smoking and you want to quit, you say, oh, I want to quit smoking. And you try it out. You try to stop quitting smoking, but you realize that you go back to square one, right? You're still doing that thing that you don't want to do. And he actually... He actually submits to us that the listeners or the readers of the book to see rather than just saying, I want to quit smoking, you need to change your identity. It requires identity, an identity change. It requires an identity shift. So you need to tell yourself rather than just saying, I want to quit smoking. You need to say, I am not a, I'm a non-smoker. I'm not a smoker. Right? So, because if you see yourself as not a smoker, you would do those actions that a non-smoker does like because you would just be forced to do the actions that a non-smoker does so if i tell myself that i am a present parent rather than just saying you know i want to be there for my child i can just tell myself i am a present parent and as a result because of i'm telling myself that's the identity i want to adopt that's the new identity i want to adopt to be able to adopt that i then have to I would then take action towards that new identity because my goal is the identity. It's not the the goal itself. It's who I want to become. And for me, I found that absolutely life-changing. So then when I think about that, I think of, okay, what habits, what, what, what habits does a present parent adopt? Okay, so if I say I'm a present parent, then when I'm in the room with my kid, I technically shouldn't be on the phone, right? Because I've, I've adopted the identity of a present parent. So instantly I find myself dropping my phone down because of I'm telling myself, okay, this is not what a present parent does. So as a result, I have to say no to the phone and yes to being that present parent. You see what I'm saying? So it really also is rooted in the habits, the atomic habits, the compounding habits. And the more you do it, the more it becomes you. A habit is something you repeatedly do over and over again. So if you take those baby steps, if you take the baby steps of raising your hand up, speaking up in the meeting, volunteering to do that thing that might scare you, but still doing it anyway, the more and more you will do it, the more and more you do it, the more and more you would find that you are becoming who you want to become. And the more and more you will find a year later that it's all those different baby steps that you took that got you to where you are today. 
but it requires you saying yes. It requires you saying yes to the right things and saying no to the wrong things. Saying yes to the right things and saying no to the wrong things. So that's my quick, I think, (laughs) my quick summary of the power of yes. So I hope this served you. I hope you found, I hope you find this valuable. And um, yeah, and let me know what you think. Please definitely, as always, leave a review really want to be able to hear from you and the more you're able to leave a review the more people more people are able to have access to this podcast so i i hope you enjoyed it i hope you gleaned something from it and definitely let me know what you think you can reach me on instagram at joy as well as email as well as just reaching out to me. I look forward to hearing from you and until next time, live joyfully no matter what. Take care. Bye.